With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Can we do that now? Do you have any players for me today in uh, UCL soccer? I have some plays for you, yeah. If you can get a bet in in the next 40 minutes, I can get. I got, I got a couple games for you right now. What are the teams that are good? What are the, uh, what are you want to parlay Liverpool? Uh, they're taking okay. on at Atlanta. You want to parlay? Yeah, playing there. I'm going to play their goalie today, Allison. Yep. Yeah, you want to parlay that with uh, Bayern Munich? Yeah, they're they're a big, huge favorite. Yeah, huge, huge favorite. And team. then Atletico Madrid, which is the number just keeps going up for Madrid at this point. Is that AGA? Uh, no, they're playing uh, Locomotive. Um, Atletico. It should just be like Atletico. Oh, ATL. Yes. ATL. Yep. Boy, that's what I'm talking about right there. Are there no bye weeks this week? Yeah, there are. No, there's none. There are none this week. Are we, are winners? Are they bye weeks? We're gonna have some this week, Philly. <laughs> we, well, that that would be like the fourth consecutive bye week for those months. Just <laughs> only have one. Only from you. Hey, here he comes. Here he comes. All right, let's let's do this. Let's go. Previously on the Winners Club, I think the Falcons are going to make the playoffs. Oh and three, oh and three, baby. This when I march them to the three and zero oh next week, Mike, right, you'll eat those words. Even your pants, Mister Eleven and Nineteen. Yeah, calm down. When you get when you get to three and oh, eleven you can flip of it out nineteen, and I think that this is going to be a huge bounce back game for Lamar Jackson. I just think Indianapolis isn't as good as we think they are. The so nickname what do you should be Drake and Floss. I mean, when you look down at a team like the Jets, only laying nine. Over your shoulder, I know that I told you I'll always be peeking. You up when you're down. So just turn around. We are now one and eight since Shime sang the Drake and Josh theme song. This is true. On that the podcast. Happen. I want you to know I went back and listened to that like three times. I'm pretty proud of ourselves for uh, that, that performance. Oh, that, that sum up the podcast, though? The be- the highlight of a gambling podcast was you guys singing the theme song to a Nickelodeon show? <laughs> yeah, that just about sums it up. <laughs> but I think you take this way too seriously sometimes, to be honest. Like, I don't know why you can't just have fun. And you're so like, oh, was I, did I, was I right? Was I wrong? Well, Whereas Shime and I are money. just having a good time. Yeah, but again, this goes back to the theme of this. For you, the gambling is a bit, and you're not really gambling. For Shime and I, there are, are true. There, there are actual dollars being. Inv- I'm not giving out games that well, I'm not betting. Looking and so at, when looking I give at out our, our season-long record, Mutt, do you blame me for for uh, <laughs> ceasing to actually put money on those games? Uh, actually, no. It's probably a, it's a smart thing, but it's also easier for you when we come back and record. I I thought Shime and I sounded very melancholy in sort of the the pre-show talk today. You just have no care in the world. It's Thanksgiving. You're off tomorrow. Uh, current eviscerated Dale on the air today, so you're in a great mood. I had nothing to do with today. that happening, by the way. Wink, I, didn't, wink, I, didn't say, I didn't say you did. I'm just saying it happened. I well, I'm just saying hypothetically, wait. if you were to ask that, that would be my answer. Oh, I, I'm saying hypothetically, if I were to ask you, you were probably cackling when that happened. Probably loved it. <laughs> Possibly. The, I, I, yeah, theoretically. But So I take it seriously. I had a bad week on my show. Is that why show. you picked Philly? Yeah, and, and, and <laughs> that's the other thing, like... So, I don't. I don't. This is. This should be positive to, to steal the barstool line. You know, positive vibes only. And it, it's is one that thing a barstool that vibe? Or Dink, sorry, a, uh, a barstool line? Is that their new thing? Yeah, well, that the, positive the, 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 vibes the, the, the only. Gambling monikers is like so, so positive vibes only. 
And okay. I thought that's what we had. Sham and I try to stay positive. We try to keep each other pumped up and get excited. And I get it when Chris Curtis wants to troll because he has no life and he's a loser. But, like, you're tweeting out. By the way, out, he, he must have taken the time to go through every single one of our picks to check that we went 1-8 before he retweeted them. Anderson, yeah, look at his life right now. Well, <laughs> uh, look at his life. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he did. So, it, but he can, he can do that. That's fine. That's his brand. But when you're tweeting out, when you're going after uh, like your, your podcast made for picks, I feel like you really don't care for win or lose or not. You're against us, or you're no, against I, me. I, mean, I want to win. It's just that it's just that I don't ever win, <laughs> so He's, I have to have John me having fun. How am I not the epitome of of positivity here? Oh but. yeah, yo, know, right up until election day, you were the positive <laughs> guy in the building. You were so positive. John is so, so positive so. that he has now lost double the bets that he's won. <laughs> Well, part, John, of, part of why it's easy to remain positive. Pod- Hold on. We pushed a podcast back because he was emotionally distraught <laughs> about the vote being counted out. That is not true. Yeah. Oh, yes, oh, Shime? Shime? That is exactly we true. Didn't push a, we didn't push a podcast back. We just he didn't was having have, bowel we just, troubles we because just didn't of the election. We just didn't have pick recaps. He was hung I, over I every stress, day. I stress shit. I stress well, we it. Know. We oh, I think we know. It on this podcast I, listeners know the, po- the podcast. The audience knows. The loyal P1s. Scott, Scott of New Balance P1s, knows. Yes. He knows. Damn right, he knows. Well, so, yes, I take it seriously. End of, okay. end of story. Well, yes, Shime, I take it clearly, Shime takes it seriously because the best bit of analysis he gave last week was that the Dolphins had high morale. Really, really <laughs> hit that pick. Uh, you know, sometimes things just don't well, work well, out. Shime was like, I, I listened back making the pick highlights. He literally said, "I oh, the, the Dolphins have high morale right now. I'm picking them over the Broncos. Yeah, they were yeah. riding a high. Brian Flores had them moving on all cylinders. I uh, just couldn't get clicking. And, they, bench, and click. they benched Tua. They benched Tua for Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think, I think some of that, though, was like injury concern. Because like, when he got rolled up on, I think they were a little nervous. Uh, and that's kind of why they tossed Fitzpatrick out there. Because the offensive line just couldn't block for Tua who's getting thrashed so it is easy to stay positive though Mutt when my splits for actually placing money on my bets and not actually placing money on my bets are about the same and it's all like one or two wins total so it's it's just easy to have fun <laughs> Shime I will I, I gave Shime credit maybe you'll hear this at the end or the beginning depending on where we uh, cut the pre-show banter up but Shime, for once, did not pat himself on the back. No. I, I give him credit. The first time it's ever been done. He actually gave the 1-8 record of the podcast as a whole instead of before. He did that before he said, oh, yeah, but I did get the one win. So, But it doesn't even matter that I got one win because one win would never have bailed us out of the 0-8 hole otherwise that we I mean, as a unit Some of that was a variance, See, that's though. what I mean. You're, Shime, you're a teammate, and Anderson's here to try. And I, like, I that, regret not convincing Mutt to avoid betting on Carson Wentz. I regret it. And I, I, you know, I, I let him do it. I, yeah, we let him do it. it and I, I, I knew it was a bad idea. And I wasn't a good enough friend to well, say, Mutt, don't do this. And, and you know what? That's why, Browns. that's why we're, all right. Uh, well, let's, let, let, let's, let's check in on Mutt from sure. last week. Let's go ahead and start there. I'm going to go back in on the Eagles plus three at Cleveland. I'm also going to say right now on the podcast, I'll be sprinkling some money line. <laughs> this line's only 46 and a half. Woo, what am I missing here? Give me over Washington, Cincinnati. What? What, John? What? I said Maron. So I'll take the Chargers laying the nine uh, against the Jets. Backdoors, screwed fourth quarter. Yep. Aren't the, Char- the Chargers with a like, perfect oh, I got that one. I'm like, ah, oh, the Chargers will win. They're up double digits. That's an easy one. And then Denzel Mims makes plays in the fourth quarter finally. And, Perry, and then it turns out you lose that one, too. Backdoor so. cover. I love it. Yeah. 0-3. Oh, okay. Move on. And next. Joey Burrow gets hurt for Cincinnati. And Play just, somebody. No, let's well, move so on. They that, suck. That's what some mutt missed over there. And you know what? I think I would have hit one of these had uh, Joe Burrow not been injured. 
I like the Ravens to cover the six-point spread. Atlanta Falcons, four-and-a-half-point dogs at the New Orleans Saints. You ready for this? Jameis Winston. Joey Wrong covers, uh, going into Washington this week. One-and-a-half-point dogs. I like the Bengals to cover in this game. I mean, to be fair, we're doing the podcast on Thursday. We don't get the Taysom Hill uh, news woj bomb until... Friday, so maybe even set, but people people like, still thought it was a bit for like forty eight hours. Yeah, so it wasn't really until Saturday. <laughs> I was that convinced we... it was a total smokescreen, and then all of a sudden they trot out. Had Taysom I known that, Hill, I would have picked it. And they're just running left and right. It's like he just all he's doing is throwing to Michael Thomas, and I'm like, what? what so that's what is got going a on? that's the asterisk column for me, oh. if anything. So that so I'm eleven twenty one and one, the close ones column. <laughs> <laughs> you're right That's there. You're right it. on it. You're just you're right on that thing. Eleven, yeah, you're 11 close. twenty-one and one. No, I can't. I I dropped under five. Eleven of twenty-one time, and so one. I can't. Compare. Uh, so let's check in on Shine with the uh, one winner for the week. Yeah. My first pick of the week. I'm going to take Green Bay getting two points at Indianapolis. I just think Indianapolis isn't as good as we think they are. <laughs> Miami laying three and a half at Denver, <laughs> and then I'm taking the over forty-eight and a half Tennessee Baltimore. I've determined Green Bay just doesn't get up for big games. Like they just decide, now nah, we're gonna, we're not gonna, we're not gonna go all out here. We're just gonna, we're gonna let Indianapolis come back, tie the game, and kick a field goal in overtime to win. It's just they like, play I, down to their competition. You'd say, yeah, they do. It's just, I, it's, I think a lot of the good team or quote unquote teams with good records in the NFL are playing down to their competition, and it's like. It may, it makes it a better's nightmare because it's it is, even if they win a lot of the times against other good teams or bad teams, they're barely covering if they're covering, and it's just it's a freaking headache. So, question yeah, I'm for aware. you too. I, I I bet I bet the Jags plus ten and a half last week, thinking that the way Pittsburgh would care about the game, and turns out they cared about the game. Yeah, after almost losing to Dallas. That's what I mean. Like I, thought I, just... fe- I felt good about that. The process was there. I mean, I've done. I'm not changing the problem. I'm putting the same work in. I'm looking at the same stuff, and I'm still. This has just been an awful, awful stretch. Yeah, awful stretch. I just. Last week was brutal, man. It was just. Yeah. It was miserable. Yeah, but it's you great know what? Too, like that. Now I get to Thanksgiving, and now it's like, well, you know, it's got a chance to dig out from last weekend, and so your family's there, and you're sweating out games, and you're trying to. Oh yeah, yeah, God, yeah, but the. Yeah, the the stock market. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hold, shut up! This I didn't get the over here, so it's now it's going to be a very stressful Thanksgiving. Like, is it just us, or is or a lot of people having having bad years this year? Why is this such a hard year for betting? Well, Vegas had is, an it, awesome is it a lot of COVID? Is, I think Vegas has had a lot of really good weeks, and I think I don't know what it is. It might be like the COVID off season or what. I don't. I'm not really sure. The consistency in the NFL just isn't there. You know what I mean? Underdogs like, this year, I just looked this up. Underdogs are 55% against the spread. Yeah. So underdog betters are feeling pretty good. Uh, those of us who lay points now and then, not not been a good run. And, and, and it took a while for people to recognize when that overs trend, because overs were hitting at a ridiculous rate. Yeah. So like if you played overs early in the year all the time, you were making a ton of money. And then it was really difficult to figure out when that was going to start to bounce back, because in the normal season, that it generally will start to kind of come come to a level somewhere around week four or week five. But this didn't really do that. Like, it did in some spots. But, like, if it went under, it went super under. And if it went over, it was still skyrocketing past the over. So it was just – there's a lot of confusion. I, I think Vegas has had a few good weeks. I know we've had – like, there was one week where Vegas got crushed. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, like, you didn't – you haven't heard that many times this year. A lot of it's been Vegas winning a lot of money. So no bye weeks this week. We did get the Thursday night football game between the Steelers and the Ravens has been postponed to Sunday for now. 
uh, could impact a potential Shime pick. I don't know. But Shime, uh, no. So like, like we said, no bye weeks, Shime. You had the one win last week. We will let you kick it off. You want to rifle through all three of them again? Because that's yep. worked so well the last two weeks. Yeah, let's go for it. Okay. Uh, so my first pick this week, my favorite Wait, pick don't of you the want, week. Do you want to sing like the Danny Phantom theme song or no, something? No, not today. And, okay. I did, and to be fair, I did not look at any of your picks so far. I'm locked into my three picks. If we double or triple up on picks, I we need the Ws. So yeah, okay. we, that's fine. We, if we double and triple up on picks... Oh, that that's your Thanksgiving tradition, unlike any other. I have so a far. feeling you probably double up with John on one, so that's fine. But it is what okay. it is. My okay. favorite pick of the week, though, we're going to uh, Buffalo. Buffalo versus the Chargers this week. Ooh. Uh, I, I'm taking the over in this game. Over 53. Uh, I normally love the Chargers when they're like five or more points as an underdog. Um, but Buffalo's been playing really, really well. I just expect both offenses to kind of move on all cylinders. Herbert is on pace to break every rookie passing record like imaginable. He's on pace to throw for 4,400 yards. He didn't play for the first two games of the season. Like, he could have thrown for 5,000 yards this season at the rate he's going at if he had played all 16 games. Um, and so I just expect this Chargers team to score points. They always kind of hang around in these games. Um, their defense stinks, however, so I also expect Buffalo to score a ton of points similar to that Seahawks game I don't mm-hmm. expect them to run the football very much at all I think Allen's gonna come out and throw ropes around the yard again uh and try and put himself back in the MVP conversation like at the front runner and uh and so I'm going over 53 in Buffalo LA this week uh my second pick I'm going to the Raiders uh I think the Raiders are a good football team uh, I think John Gruden shockingly enough still a good football coach uh they're favored by three points against Atlanta to me, that's too low. This should be four and a half. This should be five and a half. Um, Atlanta is not good. We watched it last week against New Orleans. Matt Ryan was pressured on 51% of his dropbacks. Mm. Half of his dropbacks he was getting pressured on. And Matt Ryan splits without Julio Jones. He's been like, in fantasy, he was the quarterback 32, 26, and 27 without Julio Jones in the lineup. I think that continues. I think the Raiders' defense is going to have a nice big day. Give me the Raiders laying three uh, at Atlanta. And then lastly, uh, I had this pick before the game got postponed. I think I think I'm still going to ride with it. Um, I'm doing. I'm taking the over 45 in Baltimore Pittsburgh. Number Ooh. just feels too low to me. It just it feels too low. 45 points is not enough. This is a 50 point kind of game here in my, in my mind. Uh, I'm going over 45 Baltimore Pittsburgh. Shime, you sound a little hoarse right now. You do. What just yeah. happened? You okay? Yeah, I'm good. I just <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just. Maybe just wow. all the talking I did today. All the, all the, the turkey tur- 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 I did earlier. All the turkey talk Throat's today made dry. his balls drop. All uh-huh. the gum. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I, li- I, was like, I, when I When I saw the Janet Jackson halftime show and it just launched me into puberty way too early, that's what happened with Shime today. I also haven't had anything to drink in a few hours, so my throat's probably just dry. Oh, okay. That, that, that's that's trust on me. me. That, that's that's going to change in about an hour from now. That will not be an issue for you. I am going to be now and Sunday, it's not going to be an issue. All right, Mutt, I will see the floor to you. Okay, uh, I'm I'm going two Turkey Day games here uh, because I, I I think both these games are very playable. And I'll start with the Lions. Uh, I should actually check the updated line. Hold on, these are from yesterday. I want to get this correct. It is three, I believe. It was All three right, at so least a half the, hour yes. ago. So it's the Lions uh, getting three, hosting the Texans. All the money, 80% of the money is in the Texans. And we're still waiting on a little bit of injury news on the uh, the Lions in this one. Uh, looks like Swift is going to play. Went from did not practice to limited. Kenny Galladay, though, went from limited to did not practice. So that's an issue. We just found out about an hour ago the third and fourth receivers for Houston will not go. So Kenny Stills is out. Randall Cobb is out. And so they have Fuller and they have uh, Brandon Cooks. But after that, they are pretty shallow. And... I looked at the, the updated DVOA numbers. Even with the, the okay game they played against the run, against the Patriots, the Texans are still 
28th in the NFL, DVOA defensively. By the way, Patriots are now DFL, dead freaking last in the league, DVOA defensively. I felt like the Houston, they shot shot their shot against the Patriots. Short week, going to Detroit, swift back for them. I feel like it's going to be a back-and-forth game, and I wanted the points in this game. So I'm going to start my turkey day with a dog. Give me the Lions plus three against the Texans, 1230 on CBS to start. And then the middle game, I got to tell you, I – I don't get this. So it, it opened Cowboys laying a point. It's gone now to three. It was three and a half yesterday. I, I'm going to uh, – the Redskins should be favored here. The Redskins are a better team than the Cowboys are. The Redskins are six in the NFL defensively. Washington. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. The Washington football team – I've done that too much the last couple of days. The Washington football team, six DVOA defensively. They have a, a huge – Defensive line, offensive line mismatch. They kicked Zach Martin out to the tackle spot uh, last week, trying to get him back in that offensive line. And it's Andy Dalton quarterbacking in a big spot for now two teams that are, are sort of fighting for a playoff spot. And if I can force Andy Dalton to throw, man, I can win that game. And all the numbers to me point to they should be the favorite. And they're getting three points. Give me the Washington football team. Plus, this is my favorite bet of the weekend. It's not even close. Uh, against the Cowboys in that now second and only of the two games uh, on Thanksgiving. And then we'll go to Sunday uh, for the final game. I'm going to go with one of the games that you talked about, Shime, but I want the total. You picked the Raiders, right, laying the points? Yep. I want the over here. You know, I, I, the, the, the past defense numbers are terrible for both, both these teams. Derek Carr, I'm shockingly, shockingly good on Sunday night. I didn't know who that guy was. MVP a, kind of Derek Carr. It's 2016 he, Derek Carr. He was awesome, and I've never believed in him, but he's going to have all the time in the world to throw against Atlanta. Atlanta, same thing. They can't run the ball to save their life. They want to drop back and throw. Turns out the Raiders can't stop the pass. This thing is going back and forth. This thing's got shootout written all over it. All the money right now is on the under, probably because the total moved a little bit, but I'm going to be... Give me the over here between the Raiders and the Falcons and an updated number, I believe, of 56. Uh, as, oh, uh, I've got no, 55 and a half. Mud. 55 and a half. DraftKings 55 and a half. Give me half the over be big. Raiders-Falcons, 55 and a half in a shootout where both teams could easily get into the 30s because the defenses uh, aren't very good. But I really like that Redskins game. I think they're going to be all over Andy Dalton. Give me the points there with uh, the uh, – they said Redskins again. Washington football team. Sorry, John. Well, Mutt, we had all three picks, so that's it for uh, this week. Mutt and I uh, tied together forever. Uh, you know, this is a network uh, shine, but we're also a fan. No, I'm just kidding. Well, we were two out of three, Mutt, and I thought, oh, it, was, really? I nice. thought it was only going to be one. I thought it was going to be Washington. And, yeah, uh, I echo a lot of what you had to say about Dallas's offensive line particularly. Oh, that, is my, that is where I like to, Trenches is where I like to look uh, the most. I think offensive line, offensive lines, I feel, are the most indicative of good and bad teams, and especially – most when you have a team with as many uh, talented pass rushers as uh, Washington does, I think they're going to be in Andy Dalton's face all day. Historically not good under pressure as well. So I also like Washington plus three at Dallas good. on uh, Thanksgiving good. Day. Uh, I was also on the Raiders-Falcons over Mutt. And see, this is why we you know have the Google Doc Mutt, so you can like look at it and see what our picks are for him. I told That's you. I, I said before we started, <laughs> I, I, I didn't care I know, because I, know, I was not going to be taught. It's okay. The, the point, it's okay. Turns out the Let point of this is to pick winners. So I'm trying to pick my winners here. We have winners I, too. I, okay. I, I like, I like uh, the point about the Raiders-Falcons defenses as well. That's why I like the over there as well. So the other pick I had, Mutt, uh, you kind of had this, but not really. I have the oh. under in Detroit and Houston. 
51 and a half it's at right now. These are two of the most inefficient offenses in the league. Deshaun Watson, yes, he was very good last week. Yes, he's a very good quarterback. He takes a lot of sacks, especially. I actually, I actually, for one, think the Patriots actually got decent pressure on him, but it's like Patriots pressure. I don't think it's the same as pressure that other teams bring. Like Lions pressure, for example, will probably be them getting no pressure and Watson just running into sacks. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I like, and Detroit, obviously, one of the most inefficient offenses, like maybe ever. I don't care. I don't care what defense they're going up against. So uh, I like Detroit Houston under 51 and a half as well. And I will just point out a couple of numbers I wanted to mention. Okay. Um, you got a number? It, in that, in that te- the Lions Texans game, uh, the last 40, 24 teams to be shut out in the NFL have gone 17 5 and 2 against the spread in their next game. Of course, the Lions got shut out against the Panthers. Look at that. That's a nice little uh, nugget I, for you. I like that and one. And I, 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 we said those pass defenses stink. Uh, while we're both on the over, I, I'd written it down in the wrong piece of paper here. Uh, Atlanta is 26th DVOA against the pass. Vegas is 18th. So two bottom 18 pass defenses who don't get after the quarterback. We're going to be counting the over there. It be, uh, a, an Anderson Mutt, hold, a hand-holding pick. This Oof. is the this is how we get out of the Mutt, did you have your hand nice. in the turkey or something? <laughs> What's that? You had your hand in the turkey. Why is it so warm? Uh, I did. Well, I was doing this. Well, actually, I was just making, uh, starting the process of my first ever sweet potato souffle. Oh, look at you! Thanksgiving this year. Wow. What do you? Okay, Bobby Shime, you must cook something on Thanksgiving. I I cook a lot of things on Thanksgiving. <laughs> like I what? Am, I cooked. I am in charge always of the mashed potatoes. Okay, uh, that is my specialty. That's, that's, that's what my, I would have predicted. That is my bread and butter. That's where <laughs> I park myself. Uh, I also help out a lot of the time with the squash and the turnip because. I'm always in. Char- I've always been in charge of cutting it. I've been in a family of a lot of women, and they don't want to do that. So I'm in charge of cutting things up with a giant butcher knife, because uh, that's sometimes a pain in the ass. And uh, but yeah, that's I'm I'm in charge of a lot of the side dishes. Mutt is there a is there a shine push for a good Thanksgiving beverage? Uh, yes, uh, I have two. Uh, the classic whiskey eggnog. You can't beat it. It's so good. Oh, it's just Andy Hart joining us. The perfect yeah, way to end the day is you have a nice Thanksgiving meal. You get a nice slice of apple pie and a whiskey eggnog is great. But yep. pre-Thanksgiving, leading up to the meal, I love a cranberry mimosa. It is. Ooh. It is my. I I threw down like six of these. I had my first Thanksgiving on Saturday. <laughs> I threw down like six of these before we had Thanksgiving dinner, and so I was feeling. I was sky high on Saturday, so that is that is definitely my go-to drink on Thanksgiving. I had never, I didn't even thought of that. Yeah, so instead of orange juice, you just use cranberry juice, and it is delightful. Mm, I because I've never been a huge orange juice guy. Love cranberry juice, so I I was in on cranberry. Now, Sean, you've you've witnessed me uh, order my favorite drink before. Do you remember what Sex that is? Sex on the beach. Sex on the beach. Combine, you got both of them in there. You got cranberry juice, got orange juice, <laughs> splash of peach schnapps to get the little aftertaste there. Uh, Where's with that, your wait- vodka. Is that waitress? Are you still dating that waitress who served I was you never those? dating that to. waitress, Mud. You wanted oh. to, though. I thought you were. Mutt, way, to, you way to bring that up. Way to bring that but up. But, uh, Mud, I actually have a question for you. I did also, on thank- uh, my first Thanksgiving day, uh, try a new drink. Or It's an old drink, but it's new to me. Uh, it was called a Pearl Harbor. You ever had one of those, Mutt? I have not. Go yeah, ahead. What is it? It's that? a very so, sneaky drink. Pearl Harbor, it's a lot of vodka, pineapple juice, and Midori. And I oh, was so basically, uh, why, so why don't they just call that diabetes in a glass? That is straight <laughs> sugar. That I don't is know. Straight it was sugar. My father offered it to me, and I said, sure, I'll try one. That sounds fine. And it was fine. It wasn't bad. Yeah, you don't sound like you liked it. And I feel no, like I'm you gonna, were way more into the cranberry mimosas. It definitely more into the cranberry mimosas, 100%. Well, See, that why, is uh, that is asked. That's quite the Thanksgiving content. We almost could have made it, done a second podcast for that, but 
We are we are coming in love, guys. This is gonna be our shortest podcast, and you know what? I'm feeling good about feeling good. That's Thanksgiving. I like have a certain amount. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good about these picks, though. I am concise too. to I the too. point. No, Shime, is there is there a song you want to sing us out on or something? No, to, like, uh, send us into the weekend. My no? my thing for this weekend. <laughs> though, I do want to give us a nice quick little DFS tidbit before we get out of here. I know ding John, dong. Yeah, he didn't have the ding dong already, but I wanted to give one anyways. <clears throat> uh, ding b- dong. Mutt has mentioned this Houston Detroit game a lot uh, with Cooks and Stills being out. I actually really like the idea of playing Jordan Aikens this week. He's finally healthy. He had a decent week last week. I think he's going to get more targets this week um, with. Cooks, Air, uh, Cobb, and Stills being out, so I am uh, I'm in on Jordan Aikens this week for DFS plays. Let's have some fun, Mutt. Okay, let's have some fun this week. Come back, no, no matter what take, happens. No, we're let's having take fun. it seriously. We don't. We're, I, I will have fun if I win. W's. If I lose, I will be in a mood. Sorry, I don't. I, I don't come in happy and content. I'm and sorry. I don't. I don't let things that I, I don't let things that I can't control uh, make me unhappy, Mutt. It's, it's very Winston stoic of you. It's very Marcus Aurelius. I respect that. But in this case, I can control it. I can control my picks, yep. and they've sucked recently. We were one and eight, and like two and seven in back-to-back weeks of podcast. It's got to be better. Yeah, we're gonna be better. We're gonna be better. We're gonna go national. If Radio.com's gonna pick us up, we got to be better. We're That's gonna be better. This is it. This is the week. Jump on. We're getting it. Okay. Happy Thanksgiving. Goodbye.